0: Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. So today I wanted to just come to you with a casual podcast episode, a little bit of a conversation um, to share with you, you know, what's been really working in my business as of late, you know, we're two months into the new year right now. So where have I been focusing my time and attention and what's not working and where am I shifting or maybe some areas that I'm looking to improve in my business? Because I'm not sure about you, but I love these behind the scenes episodes. Whenever I listen to somebody's podcast and they're like, let's just have a chat. Let me tell you about what's going on let me tell you like the real good and bad about my business and I always you know strive to keep things as transparent as I can with all of you and I think that there is definitely some learning to be done in you know listening to what's working and not working in other people's businesses and Although I may or may not be, you know, further along than some of you listening, um, I think you're going to learn something from this episode and, you know, hopefully you learn from some of my mistakes and um, learn from some of the ways I'm now shifting my business to have a different focus than I did when I first got started. So just as a little recap, um, I am, I think, going into year eight of my business. So I started out as a registered holistic nutritionist back in 2014 and I had my own one-on-one nutrition consulting business for a couple of years. I was also teaching at the nutrition school I went to, Canadian School of Natural Nutrition, and I was mentoring students that were graduating to help them build their business. And then that evolved into me doing business coaching full-time in late 2017. So we're coming on quite a few years now of me doing um, the business coaching, and there's so many things that I've learned in my You know my old business as a nutritionist my current business as a business coach and if i can share any of that with you i would love to help you navigate some of those um, early challenges that you also might be facing So if you haven't already grabbed yourself a tea or a coffee, glass of water, some kombucha or a matcha, whatever your drink of choice is, you can definitely go and grab that or brew that while you're listening because like I mentioned, this can be just a a nice little coffee chat that we're having together. In fact, um, the day that I'm recording this is Valentine's Day, so Monday, February 14th, And um, I actually had a very slow start to my morning. I slept in a little bit longer than usual um, after some nights of not sleeping well at all. So I definitely took advantage of, you know, having a restful sleep this morning. I went out and grabbed myself my own matcha at uh, a local coffee shop. I decided as a little Valentine's Day present for myself that I would get my car detailed. (laughs) And there's this local place here in Victoria, BC that does a pretty decent job of detailing your car like all vacuuming inside cleaning all like de- detailing all of like your um console and like where all of your cups go which we all know that can get a little bit messy and um and just making sure the whole car is looking nice and good and so that's i think it's $25 which is not a bad deal so i thought you know it's definitely an extra but i want my car to be nice and clean going into a new week and why not treat myself on valentine's Day so I got that done and then on the way home I actually stopped and grabbed myself some tulips so I'm really going all out today for Valentine's Day and tonight I believe my partner Craig and I are going to I think either go for sushi we haven't decided yet but one of our traditions is to make sushi or go for sushi or to um, just make dinner at home so I'm not sure what we've decided yet but um, it's pretty low-key so that's been my Monday And the reason I bring this up is because, you know, sometimes, and I'm not sure if you can relate to this, but although my business has really grown, it's doing really well, and I've come so far, you know, eight years down the road, um, there's still days that I think man, I could really go back to a nine to five job and have that consistent paycheck, have those consistent hours, have benefits. And, you know, sometimes that is very alluring to me. But then on a day like today where I was able to sleep in a bit more and go get my car detailed, pick up some tulips and now sit down, you know, midday to record a podcast. I honestly would not give this up for the world so if you're there building your business and you know really looking for that other way to do your job your career you know maybe you're used to nine to five in an office like I was Let me just tell you that it is possible i have made it happen for myself and i'm really positive that you can as well and you just have to keep going because you know eight years down the line i can now say i finally feel like i have that flexibility in my um, schedule so it feels really good and um, i've worked really hard to get here and that actually brings me to What I wanted to share about today, just a little bit of behind the scenes of what's going on in my business and where am I focusing my energy, because I think it's been quite a few well, definitely weeks, if not months, since I last updated you all on where I'm at in my business. Um, you might remember last year, I. and the reason I say you might remember is because this actually ended up being one of my listener favorite podcast episodes where so many of you said how much this episode impacted you. And what I did was actually share how I'm the type of person who constantly wants to do new things, new ideas, take on new projects. And for a long time in my business, I was coming up with a new group program or I had my membership for a while or, you know, a new online program idea or new clients. And although that can be really great in the growth stage of your business, you know, trying new things out, um, what I realized was that I was focusing on, you know, trying new things all the time and I wasn't really focusing in on, Um, optimizing what was already working. So at that point, um, that last episode I did where I said, you know, I'm really going to focus down on my program, Launch Your Nutrition Biz, and cut out the membership, Um, that was last summer almost, Um, I've really just stuck to that plan over the last several months of really, really honing in on my online program, Launch Your Nutrition Biz. So if you're not familiar with that program, it's an online program that helps nutritionists start their business and sign their first paying clients. It's all online. I host it on a program called Teachable. Um, It's very automated, meaning someone signs up for it, they get access to the program, and the only hands-on portion that I have is every single month I run a one-hour group Q&A call for everybody to come and ask their questions. So needless to say, it's very hands off. But what I've found over the last few months, as I've focused solely on launch your nutrition biz, is that when you're selling something like um, an online program, you need a lot of leads. And leads meaning people coming into your business or people joining the program, because when we're selling something like a lower cost online program, but we want to meet a monthly income goal, we have to sell lots of programs, and that that requires more people coming into our um, funnel and learning about us, joining our email list. And there's definitely, um, you know, different ways to attract people to your business. A few ways I'm going to talk about today, a few new strategies I'm trying out. So my update is that I am still focusing a lot of my time and attention on Launch Your Nutrition Biz. And the other um, thing that I was putting time and attention to was my one-on-one coaching clients. So I work with nutritionists one-on-one to help them build their business, create their signature program, come up with a marketing plan. And I've done that for the last four plus years and I've really, really loved it. I love being able to work one-on-one with people and really, you know, dive into someone's business. So although I absolutely love doing the one-on-one coaching, I've decided to streamline things even more and actually pause my one-on-one coaching for the time being, um, or at least actively, um, you know, promoting my one on one coaching. So perhaps I'll take on a client here or there. But I've actually decided to honestly just put my 100% time and attention into growing Launch Your Nutrition Biz. And here's a few reasons why I've decided to do this number one um, one main priority for me over the last couple of years has been to win back some of my own time and um, to streamline my business and um, honestly to have more space for my energy and my well-being uh, two years ago I actually had to have emergency gallbladder removal surgery and that threw my life for a loop and I have been learning how to live life without a gallbladder I know it's so common in the world for people to have their gallbladder removed but um, it really has thrown my health for a loop so I'm using all of the tools that I have in my holistic nutrition toolbox to figure out um, how to adapt my life and my body and my well-being To life post surgery. And um, a lot of my um, energy has been going towards that. So, you know, growing a business where I have space to do this has been a necessity for me and something that um, I'm trying to really um, create boundaries around. So, that's one of the reasons why I've decided to do this. Another one is that um, it's working. Launcher Nutrition Biz is working. It's bringing in new leads, it's bringing in new students. The program is selling well it's something that um, a lot of new students and grads are um, expressing interest in so you know why not do something that's working why not put you know even more energy into making it work even better Because like I mentioned earlier, sometimes we're so used to just going on to the next thing without fully putting our attention and energy into that thing that's working. So that's what I'm really trying to do over the last while. And um, what this means overall is that um, I have taken a little bit of a dip in my income um, and I'm only speaking over the last couple of months, you know, basically since, you know, December, January, February, uh, you know, since 2022 started and I've really, you know, not actively taken on new one-on-one clients, which was a big piece of my income and just focus on launching nutrition biz. So I'm in this funny place where things have dipped a little bit, but I'm also trying to really hold the vision for the business's future future so not worry so much about a lower income right now while I'm working on different strategies for bringing new leads in because I know or I hope at the end of the day as I continue to um, try different strategies out to grow launch your nutrition biz um, more people are gonna purchase a program and it's going to bring in more income but you do have to go through those kind of learning curves in your business or those tough spots and um, you know if if I know anything about being an entrepreneur, and I'm sure maybe you've realized as well, um, you know, income income can go up and down month to month. Um, that's kind of why a lot of people express that want for going back to a nine to five job, you know, to have that consistency, but it also means that the sky is the limit. And that, you know, might mean that, some months you make a lower income, but some months you make a higher income than you were ever able to make in a nine to five job. So yeah, I'm just riding the wave right now of taking a little bit of a hit on the income in order to put my attention into other projects to grow Launch Your Nutrition Biz. So how am I doing this? What am I doing to get more leads into um, my funnels for Launch Your Nutrition Biz? Or how am I you know, having um, more sales overall? So there's a few things that I've done over the last couple months that I want to share. So the first one is that um, I launched a new freebie, which is really exciting. So um, for a little bit of background, I hired a marketing firm to actually create a lead generation strategy for me and campaign. So what they did was they created a new freebie for me. And if you haven't downloaded it yet, I highly recommend downloading it. It's called the Nail Your Nutrition Niche Workbook. And you can get that at stephanielong.ca slash niche. And that's for you if you're just looking for help with refining your niche, really deciding on what you want the focus of your business to be. If you want to brainstorm with some, you know, uh, workbook questions to help you get more clarity. And then I also have a market research activity in there for you to actually go out there and look at what's um, being offered in the market right now and how you can show up a little bit different in your niche. So that was a workbook that um, this marketing firm created for me. They set up everything in my email marketing platform, and um, I actually use a platform called ConvertKit. So they set everything up. They um, ran Facebook ads for a month, and I was able to gain a few hundred um, leads, you know, over the last two months, a few hundred leads into that new freebie. So that's one way that I've been working on getting new leads into my business. Um, So if this is something maybe you're really wanting to focus on right now is getting just like more eyes on your product, um, more people on your email list, uh, really consider creating a freebie that people are going to uh, be excited to download. So I knew that a lot of my uh, potential clients and potential students are having issues trying to figure out their niche and I knew that this was something I could provide a really solid freebie for to help them get a win, join my email list, and then again be nurtured on my email list about my products and my services. So that's one way that I've um, been focusing my attention on growing. The other one is I mentioned this marketing firm ran a month of Facebook ads for me so facebook ads have always been something i've like kind of tried out on my own Um, i don't really know a lot about them so i would you know boost a post or i'd put 20 dollars on an ad and you know with really not knowing like how the graphic should look or what the copy of the post should say so i kind of just like tried it out and never really had great results on my own But with this marketing firm, I was able to, like I mentioned, gain quite a few leads in a short period of time. And what I've actually decided to do is um, go on to hire a friend of mine um, who does digital marketing and Facebook ads for a more full-time role in my business to set up all of my ads that are um, promoting my freebies and essentially like um, creating awareness for my brand and my business. So if we talk about business as a funnel, I just want to kind of show you what this would look like. So there's two ways people might become aware of my business. Or there's multiple ways, but let's talk about two ways. So one would be that maybe they're following me on the podcast or on Instagram, and I promote something like my niche workbook freebie. Um, I share the link. Somebody joins uh, my email list to get the freebie. I nurture them on my email list, and then likely or hopefully one day down the road, they join Launch Your Nutrition Biz. So that's one kind of um, part of my funnel. Now, another way um, people could join my funnel would be through the Facebook ad so it might be someone that's never heard of my business before and they see a Facebook ad and maybe it's for the niche workbook or maybe it's an ad for my six step um, workshop to help you build your nutrition business and then they um, sign up to get that freebie they join my email list and then they're being nurtured there so it's kind of like like a different door for people to walk through to kind of join my business or join my audience, if that makes sense. So um, I'm really working on different ways for people to learn about my business and then essentially join my email list. Now, one thing that I do want to talk about is this idea of like growing an email list and getting more leads to your business. Um, But a big thing that I kind of like, I'll slap myself on my wrist a little bit here because I definitely preach growing your email list. And, um, you know, that's like the ultimate goal at the end of the day. But it's one thing to grow your email list, but it's another thing to actually be consistent and email your email list, you know, every single week, every other week, so on, and so forth. And that's something I haven't been doing as much as I'd like to. Um, And something that my own business coach, Fabiana, actually um, said to me was, well, why are we spending time launching new freebies, um, creating Facebook ads, and doing all of these strategies to get more leads in your business and more people signing up for your email list if you're not even going to send them emails. So it was a little bit of a good reality check for me that, you know, if you're spending time and attention on getting people to the email list, but you're not nurturing them once they're there, what's the point of doing that? So that could be just a little reminder for you if you're in the same boat as I was is, you know, if you're spending all of this time and energy to do something to move people into one place, Are you spending the same amount or more time and energy to nurture them when they're there? And I could honestly say that I wasn't, and it's something that I'm immediately changing in my business because at the end of the day, your email list and your um, audience there are people who are super engaged and super excited to learn from you. They've taken that step or that next step to, you know, be in your community. So you need to be showing up and really supporting them and nurturing them there. Now here is a little bit of a hard truth when it comes to your email list. So sometimes we think, okay, I need to I want to get like 300 people on my email list because if I get 300 people, that means I have 300 potential clients that are going to work with me in my nutrition program. But the reality is that the conversion rate of the amount of people who join your email list to the amount of people that actually work with you is quite low and i don't share this to scare you i actually share this to empower you and give you some reality about what it's really like. So the normal conversion rate for, you know, people who join your email list and then end up working with you is actually about two to 5%. So that means, you know, for every hundred people that join your email list, Two or five, two to five people might work with you. So let's say for me wanting to sell Launch Your Nutrition Biz in a really big capacity, you know, to have like 20 plus people joining a month, that means I need to be growing my email list by. I didn't even do the math here, but like hundreds or thousands of people every single month for that conversion to happen. Probably thousands, actually. So this is really why my energy has shifted to now really looking at how can I, you know, bring awareness to my business and bring as many leads onto my email list as possible, knowing that the conversion rate is quite high low um so like i mentioned just even getting people onto the email list like through a freebie has been helpful um now running facebook ads is going to bring more awareness to my business and really help to build that email list another way that i've been um pulling myself a little bit away from social media and only relying on, let's say Instagram to grow my business is that I have recently, uh, started a blog. So kind of a throwback to what is it? Early 2010s when blogs were super popular, I feel like they lost a little bit of steam in the recent days, but I think that they're coming back because a lot of people are expressing that they want to move off of social media, but they still want to grow a really successful business. So we need to create content that, is still going to nurture our audience and one great thing about blogging is that you can use things like um, SEO which is called search engine optimization so essentially you can use keywords in your blog post so if I was writing a blog post I'm going to look into, you know, what are people searching when they're first starting their business? So maybe somebody's writing in Google how to start a nutrition business. So I would actually create a blog post with the keywords how to start a nutrition business in hopes that that blog post is going to rank really well in Google. Now, there's a whole strategy when it comes to SEO and keywords, and that's actually another person I've hired in my business right now is um, an SEO specialist to help me come up with some um, specific blog posts to write to actually rank first in Google for many different keywords. Um, So that's something that I've been focusing on, but I also know that this is a bit of a slower burn and a long-term investment for my business by writing these blog posts because it's not like somebody is going to, you know, not like I'm going to write a blog post tomorrow and like 10 people are going to sign up for Launch Your Nutrition Biz. It's going to take a little bit more time for people to, you know, read the blog post, to be nurtured and to potentially join the program. But that doesn't mean that I don't start building this big catalog of blog posts now um, to start building authority in my niche. So that's something you can consider as well. And right now what I'm doing is one blog post every other week. Um, I have 12 blog posts that I have been um, you know, ordered to write from my SEO specialist. And I think I've had three done already, so I have quite a few more to go over the next year. Um, but it does feel really good to be creating content that people can find 2 years down the road, 5 years down the road and can still, you know, sell my program and and nurture people. So blogging is one thing that I have brought in to grow off of social media. And the next thing that I've been doing is um, investing time into learning about YouTube and how to grow a YouTube channel. And I've actually, as of this recording, um, posted my first YouTube video, which is really exciting. And that's another way that I am trying to build more leads or have more leads um, find me and find my business and ultimately, again, join my email list. So that is really the... That is really the big goal is to grow the email list, to nurture them, to to know that the conversion rate is low, um, but to continue to build it so that, um, you know, the more leads I'm getting there, the more the conversion rate can really tell me if I know I have this many people on my email list, then, you know, according to the two to 5% conversion rate, this is how many sales I should have per month. Then it becomes a little bit more, I guess, like methodical or statistical versus like an emotional business where you're like, I I didn't really show up this month. So I don't know if I'm going to get any new clients or I'm not really loving social media. So I'm just going to take a break. And, and then you're just not, you're, you know, you only have that one thing to rely on where if you're using other things like blog posts or youtube or using ads or creating freebies to get people on your email list um, you're not just relying on that ever-changing social media platform you're creating content that is you know living a little bit more long term and um, you're just giving more places for people to find your business So that's really what I've been working on, you know, really trying to focus on the long term and not focus on like a quick fix or a quick result for my business. Even though it would be nice to have hundreds of people joining Launch Your your Nutrition Biz every single month, that's not the case right now, but that doesn't mean it won't be the case in months or years to follow. So I am really trying to build a business right now on concrete and a really solid foundation and not on sand, not on something that's going to break or um, wash away and, you know, my business is going to fall flat. I really want to build, honestly, a legacy for myself and my family by building a really strong business foundation. And that takes a a lot of time, a lot of testing, a lot of figuring out what's working and what's not working. And I think you'll probably find the same in your business where you know, something will really feel like it's working and like a good fit. And there's going to be things that you're like, this doesn't feel too good to me. And maybe some of those things you can shift or you can leave behind if they're not working and really just focus your time and attention on what is working. So that's really what I've been focusing on. I know that might have been really high level for some of you who are just starting out, but hopefully it was good to see kind of like where my brain is at when it's coming to growing the business, getting more leads in, thinking different strategies for growing. Um, And honestly, I'm sure I'll come back in a couple months with another update and let you know where I'm at with the ads and with the YouTube channel. But right now I am. In this phase of like starting all of these new projects, like the Facebook ads, YouTube, the blogging, the SEO, like I'm just beginning them. So I don't have a lot of information to share yet on how everything's working, (laughs) but I do know that it feels really good to be thinking strategically about how to grow my business, not just on Instagram um, and not just on social media. So this feels like it's going to really pay off in the long run, but it's a lot to learn right now. Hence why, if you've been following me on Instagram as of late, you might've noticed I haven't actually been spending as much time there, because I am working so hard behind the scenes on all of these other pieces um, that I honestly haven't had the energy to show up there. So hopefully that will shift soon so I can show up there and still nurture all of you people who are following me and the community that I built because I really truly do love spending time with you guys there, but I do need a little bit of time to figure out everything behind the scenes um, on this end. So a few more things I want to say before we go is that it's really funny. I was, I've was i been reflecting a lot on my business over the last couple months and something I've noticed was when I first started my business, I guess eight years ago or just coming up on eight years, is I was struggling a lot with mindset blocks. I was constantly feeling like an imposter. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Like, the financial piece was really huge. I felt like I didn't have any money to invest in my business. Um, I was struggling a lot with a a lot of mindset blocks. And then at some point, things shifted where I started to really get clear on developing a solid business strategy. And I started seeing things really take off, things were moving along. Um, I was signing clients, you know, things felt like Again, that solid foundation was being built and for a while, the mindset blocks or the mindset struggles seem to kind of subside. They seem to quiet down and I, you know, really implemented a strong strategy for a while and only in the last, I'd say year, I've really been noticing the mindset blocks coming back up again. And I think this is totally normal, right? Anytime you grow or things change, you're going to have different challenges. And so I think it's it goes to show that, like, um, working on your mindset is always a component of growing your business. Um, I think those mindset blocks were probably always there. But when I moved into thinking about strategy, they just quieted down a bit, but they never left. Right. I never got to the root of you know why I was feeling certain ways about myself and my business. So I'm really starting to see now that, you know, the things holding me back in my business At this point aren't that I don't have the right strategy it's that my headspace isn't in the right place or that my mindset is off and that's why right now I'm investing a lot of a lot of time and honestly a lot of resources financially on improving my my headspace but more um, specifically actually working on self-healing so I want to talk about this for a second so I can invest in my business so easily now. I can drop hundreds or thousands of dollars um, without it feeling too emotionally charged because I know every time I invest in my business, my business grows. But investing in myself is a whole other thing. Investing in my well being or in my personal health or my personal healing has been a lot harder. So a couple of months ago, um, actually right at the end of 2021, um, I did a workshop with one of my friends and mentors, Stevie Wright, who does a lot of um, breath work and somatic embodiment and movement and she has all of these different skills for really helping you kind of like get to the root cause of you know what's going on emotionally and we did a workshop right before 2022 that was all about like kind of releasing and getting into your body and like developing that self-healing tool And honestly, that workshop blew my mind. I felt like a changed person (laughs) after this one workshop. And so She actually started um, talking about her um, group program called the Embodied Woman Program, a four month group coaching program that's all about healing the inner child and doing that self healing and getting to the root and really feeling in your body um, different sensations and processing your emotions. And I think sometimes in business, I just again, I go right for the strategy and I don't process the emotional part of it. And I want to learn how to have the strategy and be and have my emotions like in tune with one another. So going back back to the money piece, um, I decided to invest in her group coaching program, which is four months. And yes, it was thousands of dollars, and it was very scary. <laughs> like I said, I can usually easily um, invest in my business. But this felt different, but it felt so good and so necessary to declare that I was gonna spend this money and time on myself. And yes, I do hope that it also will benefit my business in the long run, but I do know that, you know, I come first, and the reason I've built My own business, again, is to give myself the space and the time to do healing for myself. So that is the journey I'm about to go on. We actually start on Thursday. I believe there's like 30 women in this container and it's going to go deep. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's going to go deep. And I've been kind of reflecting um, on what this is going to mean for me and what this is going to be in my life. And I keep seeing the next four months of being like a... A deep healing contract I'm having with myself where I can have my business and I can you know be working on the strategy of that but more so I need to really dive into working on myself and working on my health and my healing and and having this deep contract with myself to finally um, make this a priority because I think in business we can always or when we're growing our own business we can always say, yeah, I'll have time for X, Y, Z after I launch my business. But then something else comes up and something else and something else. And that's what I've been finding with myself is that I've deprioritized my health and well-being so much while growing this really awesome business. But it's time to have some integration where my business and my personal life and my health are all aligned and all feel really good. So that's where I'm at. That's um, the behind the scenes. (laughs) That's our coffee chat. Of, you know where I'm focusing my attention again mostly on finding new leads you know um, nurturing new communities through YouTube and blog and, and yes still social media and definitely the podcast I absolutely love coming on here to chat but also looking at supporting myself and my well-being so that I can show up and do um, more things for my business that that are coming from a really aligned place so I hope this was helpful. I hope you've enjoyed this little chat. Um, Again, for those of you just starting out, I hope that some of the talk of leads and funnels and that wasn't too over your head, but I think, um, yeah, hopefully my experience, you can learn from it. And um, if I can give any takeaway, it's that there is always time to work on your business, um, but you come first. So really set aside that time to take care of yourself to take care of your needs to um, give as much time and attention to yourself that you would to your business because if you're like me and you're i guess a go-getter personality maybe type a perfectionist that wants everything to turn out and be perfect um, it can be so easy easy to get wrapped up in spending so much time and attention on your business and to really forget about yourself so let's move into this new way of doing business together of not feeling that hustle of having to create content forever on social media and create more of these um longer term pieces of content and strategies that are going to support you and your business and your energy for the rest of your life so hopefully that was helpful I am so excited to keep sharing with you guys Um, please let me know send me a message on Instagram and let me know if this resonated with you because I would absolutely love to share more behind the scenes of my business and um, if you're into it I'm into it so let me know um, while you're at it if you would go and write a review on the podcast and click five stars and let us know how much you're loving the podcast that would mean so much to me I would highly appreciate it and as a reminder I did launch that new freebie called um, nail your nutrition niche workbook so if you're interested in getting some support with your niche clarity and figuring out who you want to help in your nutrition business you can go to stephanielong.ca slash niche and grab that there okay until next time I will talk to you all soon and have a great day